Hi guys, welcome back to I guess this is probably part two of the developing max power output podcast that I that I put up. Um, so check out that one first if you haven't checked out this one because this one's going to make a lot more sense ha- having known some of that background information. Um, so it is a bit of a continuation. So go check it out if you haven't already and then come back to this one. But um, I want to sort of go on a bit more about uh, how we can actually fit some of this training into a week because uh, sort of looking at it from a, an outside perspective, you might go this force velocity curve. There's two, two major components. There's improving how much force we can apply, so maximal strength, and then there's also improving how quickly we can do something, so explosive type rate of force development. Um, how do we do both at the same time? It, like, it, it just doesn't sort of make sense, um, which, yeah, you'd, you'd be right, and we, we can't really do both at one time. You can't, you can't lift a maximal load really really fast you, you can't you can't lift it as fast as a very light load it's just it just doesn't it's not logically possible but also it just doesn't work so um what we need to do is cleverly structure our sessions to get the most out of each session so we're not, we're not accumulating too much additional time in the gym that's almost unnecessary time in the gym we're making every session purpose-built and efficient um but we're getting the biggest bang for buck in return so um, how we do it is, is what's called mixed method approach. So we're looking at improving both ends of the curve in one session uh, to get that overall power increase. And, and yes, by focusing on in an ideal world and something like a team sport or a, um, like, like a football or a soccer where we've got a, a full-on pre-season, you could say, um, where you can, you can spend like a month or two months just working on the maximal strength side of things and then bringing up our rate of force development um, and then doing a bit more mixed methods. We don't really sort of have that, that ability in endurance sport. I mean, most endurance seasons are kind of all year round, really. Triathlons are notorious for just um, guys going overseas and racing over winter or going up north and racing um, in Queensland, etc. So um, in terms of doing that, it's just not really practical in a, in a schedule. Um, so we, we need to do it we need to do it in a mixed methods approach right from the start. And how we do that is first of all we need to split up our big movements. So um, in terms of in terms of getting getting some key stuff, um, we'll use the example of a squat and a deadlift for, for today, but um, if we're gonna do two sessions a week, um, and I, I'd be sort of saying two sessions is probably a good uh, I guess minimum. Um, if you're gonna get one it's it's pushing it a bit, but two two is probably ideal really for most athletes. Um, have them spread apart throughout the week. So it might be Monday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, however you like it. We'll go Monday, Wednesday for this one. Um, have them spread apart by at least a day in between. On a Monday, that can be your, your deadlift day. You can do other exercises around it, but we'll just focus on these two. So um, you might deadlift on a Monday and then squat on a Wednesday. Um, that's going to give you both responses. So lower body push um, in the squat and a lower body pull in the deadlift. Um, so working opposite muscle groups, etc. It's also going to help that co-contraction I was talking about, um, negating that co-contraction of the antagonist muscle, so the muscle we don't want working. It's going to eliminate that a bit more um, by developing both both uh, both exercises there, which is which is a handy handy thing that's going to help in. Um, but what we want to do is is we want to focus on either of those because those maximal strength loads for those are obviously deadlift and squat are both lower body exercises. So doing maximal strength training is going to fatigue us quite a lot if we do a squat and a deadlift in the same session. It's just going to be really hard to maintain that over a long period of time. So split them up throughout the week. Um, we want to do the heavy resistance or the, he- the the heavy load stuff first. So we want to get our, our force force end of it out of the way. Um, so what, what that entails is if we're doing three sets of, say, eight for a deadlift on a, on a Monday, um, we might go, you do one set of, one set of eight at, let's say, 
anywhere, depending if you're a beginner, 60 to 70% of your, your one rep max or, or 80 to 100 if you're more advanced. Um, do one set, of your, one set of your eight, for example. Um, have, a, have a little bit of a recovery period, so sort of 90 seconds to two minutes is okay. Some people will recover a little bit slower, but once, once you train a little bit more in the gym, you'll get a little bit better at recovering more quickly. But then we go straight into a more explosive exercise. So we're looking at doing, say for example, you're doing a trap bar deadlift, eight trap bar deadlifts, small recovery period, and then go straight into four vertical jumps. So we want to jump as high as we can, come down, reset yourself, take a little bit of a little rest period, so like sort of five, 10 seconds, go again as high as you can, repeat, high as you can, high as you can, do four reps of that, and then go back and re- just repeat that session however many times you need to do your deadlift. So if we've got three sets of eight, we repeat that process three times. Um, what it's doing is heavy load resistance, improving our maximal force and maximal strength component of the curve, uh, the force velocity curve, and then the, the vertical jumps with no load, um, we, do, we just do them body weight, is improving that rate of force development. So it's improving that bottom end. Essentially what we do is we get we get an improvement in, in power output overall, so we improve our max power, um, due to this factor called post-activation potentiation. So it's it's this lag time in the muscle that, that creates this enhanced elasticity and, and, and improves the ability of what's called the short, short stretch reflex. Um, and essentially, the, the, that real explosive type movement becomes becomes a lot easier for our muscle to do. But our muscle is primed to be able to do it um, more powerfully than it could before. Um, if you if you want to test it out as well, do do a vertical jump um, as high as you can in in front of say a mirror. Plenty of gyms have mirrors, I'm sure. So do it in front of a mirror and sort of get a gauge of how high you went. Um, or next to it, next to a bench. Don't jump onto the bench. Just jump next to it and see how high you get above that bench, or if you get above it at all, if it's a high bench. Um, go and do one set of this. So do a do your heavy heavy deadlift first, force end. Then come back and do after you've had a little rest period. Come back and do those vertical jumps again at the same benchmark and see much how how high how much higher you go. You will feel like you're going higher, but see how much higher you're actually going um, in terms of in terms of an objective measure. That's something that you can actually see. Um, you should you should notice that you will be able to jump a little bit higher. It's not going to be a lot, but you'll you'll be able to go a, a touch higher. It's because of this this improvement of the muscle's ability to produce a really really quick burst of um, burst of force. So that that's our that's our expression of how how much our power is improving um, essentially. So in terms of in terms of focusing that, we we then do the repeat the same sort of process with a with a squat, um, but instead of that vertical jump, change the movement up. So you might do a single leg hop um, for distance, or you might do three hops in a row, then stop. Um, just change up the exercise a little bit so you're getting a different stimulus. Um, single leg hop is more sport specific for, say, a runner where you're on one leg most of the time. Um, doing a broad jump for a cyclist might be a little bit more applicable. So um, just you can play around with it there, and it's, it becomes more individualized from that point, but we're, we're looking at heavy resistance followed by an explosive action targets both ends, biggest bang for buck um, in, in terms of developing maximal power output in a single session. Um, so so that's, what, that's what we're sort of looking at in, in regards to how do we get the most out of trying to develop two things at once. Um, do it for your major ones. So do it for your squat and do it for your deadlift. Um, most endurance athletes are going to be lower body dominant. So your runners, cyclists, um, swimmers a little bit, rowers a little bit. But if you're a swimmer or a rower, do it as well for something like do a heavy bench press and then get a medicine ball and, and do a chest pass into a wall. Um, that, that's a similar effect. Get a light medicine ball and do that. Um, 
that that's going to be beneficial for a rower. You can do it on the opposite actions as well. There's there's a million different exercise combinations you can do, but it it should replicate the the explosive action should replicate a similar movement to what you're doing, um, what you're doing in the heavy heavy resistance component. So what are you doing in that max strength exercise with the with the heavy load? Um, replicate something similar in your explosive action, making sure you get that little bit of rest period in between, and you get that potentiation effect. So it improves the muscle's ability to, to produce, produce that max force. Um, we develop this over time. We do it consistently over time. We're going to overall improve our maximal maximal power output. And, and like I was sort of saying in the last podcast, that's really preferential because it's going gonna, it's gonna to improve our um, running economy, swimming economy, etc. Our overall endurance economy, that in turn improves our endurance performance. And it's a factor leading into our endurance performance. Um, in terms of a quick note, but just before I finish up in, as to why we split up um, what, why we split up the, say a, a deadlift and a, and a squat is we can more specifically isolate the muscles that are working. So a, a squat, for example, is a little bit more quad dominant, whereas it, whereas a deadlift is going to be a little bit more glute and hamstring. So working either side of the body, um, as I was saying in the previous, previous episode is we want to eliminate that co-contraction of the antagonist muscle. So, um, if we're doing a squat, we're mostly working the quads a little bit more, and so that's gonna it's gonna take the take that sort of strain off the. It's not gonna fire our hamstrings as much. It's gonna focus that firing on the quads because we need to pr- produce that movement from the quad. Um, and same thing, flip side on the on the deadlift is we get a bit more from the glute and the hamstring. Um, so we're just releasing that handbrake in the in the muscle that we don't want working. We're really really sort of putting the foot down, I guess, um, on the accelerator on the muscle that we do work want working. So um, in terms of being really time efficient, we're we're doing a lot of things in regards to making this session really beneficial. We think so many different um, different adaptations and and change positive changes to the body um, in a short space of time in one session. You repeat that again two if you're doing it two times a week or three times a week, you just maximize the effect from thereafter. So I hope you enjoyed this little two-part podcast. Um, If you do want um, any questions answered about strength training, happy to answer them. So send them through um, on the Facebook group on the Mastermind. Um, Send an email, whatever you want to do to get the question through. Me and Luke are happy to answer anything you want. So um, get those coming in and we'll we'll get some podcasts out for you. But again, hope you enjoyed this two-part podcast. If you do like these sort of two-parters as well, they're a bit more easy to manage than a full one, one podcast, let us know as well. Um, But yeah, again, hope you enjoyed it. Any questions, let us know and we'll see you in the next podcast.